you're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. Hey, this is Owen. If you're comfortable, leave your first name and state at the sound of the tiny truck backing up. I'm Frank, and uh, I'm from Canada, actually, so uh, not any states. And um, I was wondering, um, what what would be your take on non-Christian religion? Because you talk a lot about uh, sects and uh, cults and, uh, well, Christian things generally, so... Um, what do you think about Islam or um, Buddhism or uh, Hinduism? So, yeah. Appreciate that phone call. Um, generally speaking, I think believing things that are false is a bad thing. It's preferable to only believe true things and to believe as few false things as possible. So, as as an institution, religion is destructive and toxic as a concept believing something that's not true is a bad thing all the way around in my opinion religion is bad it's negative it hurts humanity uh, as a whole in my opinion the reason I don't talk about Islam as much as I do Christianity is because it affects my life in almost no way at all, and I know nothing about it. Well, I, I know a good bit about it. I, I can't say I know nothing. I do know a lot about it, but I feel like I don't know as much about it as I do about Christianity. And it doesn't touch my life at all. In an ideal world, I would like to see Saudi Arabia and Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria and all of the Middle Eastern countries go fully secular. All of them go fully secular. Religion is the root of a lot of horror in the world today. Not in the past, but now. Especially through Islam. But I talk about Christianity because it so directly affects and has directly affected me throughout my life. Hi, Owen. This is Julie from Indiana. I'm sitting here with my friend, and I was just telling her about you and your channel. And um, she works. She has a. Uh, she works in a daycare. She has a child that's a Jehovah's Witness. And was, we were talking about that, and we came across the question of how come the kingdom halls don't have windows. I thought I could easily find a video that you had previously talked about that on, but I couldn't. So I was hoping you could answer. It, really interesting. I was wondering that myself. I remember hearing this, that some Kingdom Halls don't have windows. But the one that I grew up in did have windows. So what I did was I went to the XJW subreddit, and I asked the question myself, why don't some Kingdom Halls have windows? And I think ultimately the answer is because it's just a design choice. I don't think that there's anything else to it, really. If some Kingdom Halls have windows and some don't, logic would lead me to believe that they don't have this religious reason. Like, they're not trying to hide the inhabitants from the outside world or anything like that. On Reddit, my question was, why don't some Kingdom Halls have windows and where do they get 
the Kingdom Hall blueprints. Because I figured if we knew where they get the blueprints, we can know if they're modifying them or, or what to actually remove the windows. And somebody actually gave me an answer to it. They told me that the blueprints are standard things that they get elsewhere. Like they've purchased blueprints, for example, or they've had, you know, they've had people give them the blueprints or whatever else. And then they modify them. The LDC modifies them. It's called the Local Design Committee. That's what the LDC is. And it's what replaced the RBC, which I believe stood for the Regional Building Committee. It's the group of people who kind of control what is built and what blueprints they use and things like that. So anyways, Jehovah's Witnesses do all of the building themselves through this thing they call the quick build, where they put up a, an entire fucking kingdom hall in like a week or a weekend. I guess sometimes they modify the blueprints to have no windows. Sometimes they modify them to accommodate the geography that they're putting the building down on. And sometimes I suppose that means they remove the windows. If I had to put a religious reason to it, I would probably say that they're removing windows so that, like, during the Great Tribulation, the police can't, like, look in and bust through the windows and, you know, throw grenades in and spot the Jehovah's Witnesses through the windows or whatever else. Um, I don't think that that's why they do it, though. Uh, I think it's just a coincidence, honestly. Nobody knows for sure. The vaccine isn't a conspiracy theory, you fucking moron. You need to wake up and see what's true. And the pastor was right for saying what he said. You're a jackass, motherfucker. Oh, okay. I actually forgot I downloaded that one. I downloaded that one, and I was going to just play it and laugh at it and then play another, but I guess I forgot to download another one in addition to that. So I guess I just have to react to that one. Um, based on when the voicemail came in, I'm assuming that the pastor that to whom they were referring was Rick Wiles, because last week I talked about Rick Wiles, you know, talking shit about the vaccine and everything. And now this person is saying the pastor was right, and I'm a jackass and a motherfucker. Uh, I, I disagree. I simply disagree, good sir. Um, the science disagrees with you on this. Uh, I was talking about a conspiracy theorist last week who is obsessed with the idea that the vaccine is killing people and all of this other shit and fear-mongering about it, and now he has COVID because he refused to get the vaccine and refused to be careful. And his entire fucking family got it too. I'm having trouble feeling pity for the guy after what he did. And the fact that you're calling in and defending that guy, that's fucking bizarre to me, dude. Like, what, what, where are you in life that you subscribe to this bizarre fucking conspiracy theory? Anyways, thank you for the voicemail. I appreciate that. Glad I have somebody to keep me in check and keep me humble. Call in. Number is 1-800-701-8573 if you have a voicemail for me. Keep it under 30 seconds if you can because I can't, I can't play um, voicemails that are longer than that. They would be too long for the podcast. 
Bellamy Dows. Trump is 75 now. He'll be 78 in 2024 and 82 in 2028. Definitely too old to run again, in my opinion, but it's Trump. He turns on a dime. That's true. You're right. That is true. And he's a billionaire, which means he has the money to have the best health care. He has the money to take care of himself and live the longest if he wants. Uh, now, is he going to actually take care of himself and live forever? Probably not. But still, he has the ability to. And yeah, I, you know, I think you're right. The guy will probably continue trying to run and trying to be president until the day he dies. That's my guess. Juni the apostate. Trump and his followers have completely lost it, and I don't think he'll be president again. Only in imaginary land. You don't think? I don't know. I think there's a distinct possibility he may be in 2024. Um, probably not, because usually presidents get two terms. It's really hard to flip an incumbent. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. It's really hard to flip an incumbent. Not just for presidents, but like an incumbent senator, house member, anything at all. It's really hard to flip incumbents. So Biden has the best chance of winning. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Next, we're going to talk about Trump's belief that he'll be president again by August. Give us 30 seconds and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. The first article I wanted to look at is titled Trump's August Election Reinstatement Theory is Even Worse Than It Looks. It's on MSNBC.com. Now, when I first heard about this story, that Trump believes he's going to be reinstated in August, I had my doubts. I had my doubts that he actually believed that because I went to this website, patriots.win. I don't know if you guys know of it. It's Basically, the Donald.win, they renamed the website. They got a new domain name. The Donald.win used to be the Donald subreddit. It is the most extreme of the most extreme place that you can be. And the FBI has been all over that website for since the beginning because they, you know, they've been calling for violence and saying all kinds of horrific stuff on there for since like day one. So I figured I'd go to the Donald.win, or what is now Patriots.win, that's the new name, to see what they were saying about Donald Trump claiming that he's going to be president again by August. Because the original claim came from a New York Times reporter, I think. I forget her name. But she said that people in Donald Trump's inner circle were telling her Donald Trump believes He's going to be president again by August. So I go to patriots.win to see what Donald Trump's most ardent supporters are saying about it. Now, at the time, which, you know, about a week ago or maybe two weeks, whenever this originally broke, they were saying that's bullshit. Donald Trump doesn't believe that. That's fake news. It's made up. That's what Donald Trump's most ardent supporters were saying. Okay, then. Donald Trump comes out 
with this video. Listen to this. I want to thank everybody for the tremendous support you've shown. We're going to take back the Senate, take back the House. We're going to take back the White House. And sooner than you think, it's... Sooner than you think. What does that mean? Everybody thinks at the soonest it could possibly be 2024, right? It couldn't be sooner than that. So sooner than we think is before 2024. What does he mean by take back the White House sooner than you think? Take the Senate, take back the House. We're going to take back the White House. And sooner than you think, it's going to be really something special. But the love and the affection and the respect that you've given all of us, it's really important. The Republican Party is stronger than it's ever been. And it's going to be a lot stronger than it is right now. We're going to turn it around. We're going to turn it around fast. Thank you all very much. That support has been so incredible. Thank you. This guy is so fucking cringy. Just listening to him talk, it just makes me cringe. But it's interesting to me that he said this little line right here. We're going to turn it around fast. Thank you all. He's going to turn the Republican Party around. He says it's it's strong, but it's going to be even stronger. We're going to turn it around implies that it's not strong right now, and it needs to be, right? going to be a lot stronger than it is right now. I'm interpreting this to mean that Donald Trump is kind of admitting that the Republican Party is pretty fractured at the moment, right? I mean, it is. Either the Republican Party is going to stand behind Trump or Trump is going to form his own party. Those are the two options placed in front of the Republican Party over the past few months. And it sounds to me like the Republican Party has decided to give in to Donald Trump's bitch fit and stand behind him because they don't want to lose elections. That's fucking pitiful. But the strangest thing about that whole clip is this bit right here. The Senate, take back the House. We're going to take back the White House and sooner than you think. It I feel like we can't really sit here and say he doesn't actually think that anymore, right? I get the impression that he really genuinely does believe that he's going to take back the White House before 2024. There's a possibility the dude will run in 2024. No chance he's running in 2028. He's going to be like mid to late 80s at that point. I mean, the dude's already getting up there in years, isn't he? There's no way in hell he runs in 2028. So I think we're going to be done with the guy after 2024. That's my suspicion. Anyways, let's read this article on msnbc.com written by Charlie Sykes. Trump's August election reinstatement theory is even worse than it looks. I'm afraid it's even worse than it looks. The National Review is now confirming that Donald J. Trump, the former president of the U.S. and probable Republican nominee in 2024, does indeed believe quite genuinely that he, along with former Senators David Perdue and, Marthy Mc and Martha McSally, will be reinstated later this summer. That, of course, is not going to happen. It is, in fact, weapons-grade lunacy to imagine that it's even possible. But Trump's embrace of the story shows how the right's doom loop of craziness works and how its accelerating narratives that began in the fevered imaginations of his hardcore true believers. It should also remind us that even though an idea is fake, the consequences of a new big lie can be very real and even deadly. The term big lie here was chosen very specifically for this reason. It, it's not just lowercase b, lowercase l notice. 
it's capitalized because it's a term. It's a term that has a very specific meaning. In the 1940s, I believe there's a guy named Joseph Goebbels, and he was Hitler's propaganda master, basically. And he came up with all of these ideas to propagandize to people, to get them on the Nazis' side. And one of the tactics he used was something called the big lie. You make something up. It's, it's actually pretty elaborate, the idea behind it. You make something up, and you add as much detail to it as you possibly can. The more detail that you add, the more credible it seems, even though the whole thing is, a, is bullshit from beginning to end. You remember Obamagate? That was another perfect example of the big lie. Obamagate was fabricated, completely fabricated from the ground up, but people started to believe it. It was gaining steam. I don't even remember what it was. Like, what was the accusation? It was this big fucking convoluted thing that Trump completely made up. Trump loves using the big lie. He does it constantly. And the election fraud thing is a perfect example of a the big lie propaganda tactic. Anyways, let's keep reading. Delegitimizing our democracy is now central to Trump's agenda and his hopes for a political comeback, and polls suggest that his lies about the election have influenced tens of millions of voters. A Reuters-Ipsos poll from May found that a quarter of Americans and 53% of Republicans actually believe Trump is the true president of the U.S. That's fucking insane. In this alternative reality, it's only a small step to believe their true president might really return. The idea of just such a magical, extra-constitutional Trumpian reinstatement was floated just last week at a QAnon conference. MAGA lawyer Sidney Powell said, without providing any evidence or details, that Trump can simply be reinstated, but a new inauguration date is set, and Biden is told to move out of the White House, and President Trump should be moved back in. That is not how it works. Biden won the election. Biden is the president. And if Biden, for one reason or another, wasn't the president anymore, it wouldn't go to Trump. It would go to the next person in line. Former president is not in the line of succession. There is a whole fucking line of succession. And Trump isn't in it anywhere. Anyway, let's keep reading. The same idea has been amplified by Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, whose baseless charges of election fraud brought him a $1.3 billion defamation suit from Dominion Voting Systems. He is countersuing for $1.6 billion. My God, this guy. I wonder if Mike Lindell really believes the garbage that he spreads or if he's just completely full of it. I think Mike Lindell is a true believer. I think he is. I guess we'll never know. It's like that question, are Jehovah's Witnesses like leadership? Are, is the governing body of Jehovah's Witnesses, are they true believers? Do they buy their own propaganda? I think by and large they do. I think they are true believers, and it's the same with Mike Lindell. I mean, there are a lot of people in here that are not true believers. I don't think Trump really believes the things that he says. I think he's working the media. But I think Mike Lindell really buys this shit. For months, Lindell's been insisting that he would present evidence that would overturn Joe Biden's victory. In April, during his two-day Frankathon, he announced he had produced a documentary called Absolute Interference that would change our world forever. He promised 
proof and evidence that China was attacking our country, and you're going to know that this election was flipped. Yeah, the Frankathon thing, I believe that that's when he was trying to start his own social media network. I think he called it Frank, didn't he? What a stupid fucking name for a social media network. Great name for a 70-year-old man. Bad name for a social media network. You know, Frank isn't even a bad name necessarily, just in general. But for social media, come on, man. You couldn't have come up with something better? I guess his social media network, Frank, flopped terribly because he decided that everybody on there was going to follow the Ten Commandments because he is a dominionist, an extremist evangelical Christian, a member of Christian ISIS, if you will. Let's keep reading. He followed up Absolute Interference with another documentary he called Absolutely 9-0, to Zero, in which he promised that a unanimous Supreme Court would throw out Biden's victory and reinstall Trump. Guy is living in a delusion, really. Guy's living in a delusion. You don't reinstall a president like that in the United States. Is it a fundamental misunderstanding of how the political system works in the U.S.? Or what? What is it that's leading these people to these absurd fucking conclusions? Lindell also declared on Steve Bannon's podcast that Trump would be back in office in August. The evidence which he compared to blood DNA at a crime scene would be so overwhelming, he promised, that even Rachel Maddow would accept Biden's ouster. It's delusion, right? It's not a misunderstanding. It's a full-blown fucking delusion. So when we get there and they do take this down and look at it, when that vote comes out 9-0, to zero, they're going to have more trust that it's 9-0, to zero, he insisted. Wow, even the liberal judges did this, and we will get that case before the court. This is delusional, but now the former president appears to believe it, or at least pretends to. Days after Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, suggested the possibility of a military coup, he has since denied doing so despite it being captured on tape, New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman tweeted that Trump has been telling a number of people he's in contact with that he expects he will get reinstated by August. This is a quote from Maggie Haberman's uh, Twitter account. Trump has been telling a number of people he's in contact with that he expects he will get reinstated by August. No, that isn't how it works, but simply sharing the information. It has to be fucking delusion at this point. I can't forgive this. This isn't like a, you know, a, a misunderstanding. I can't chalk this up to a misunderstanding, certainly not on Trump's part. Trump was president for four fucking years. He has to know how the political system works at this point, right? The guy is surrounded by lawyers. The, you know, Trump is so rich, and he was in a, in a position at one point in time where he could say, I don't understand this. I don't understand this thing or that thing or whatever. Ask any question. His advisors and his assistants and everybody else would find the top person in the world to explain this subject to him and sit him down right in front of him and explain it beginning to end. Any question. Are there aliens? And how do we know that there aren't? And how do we know that there might be? And whatever. How does the Higgs boson work? Literally any question he could ever ask. And he could get the most intelligent and well-versed person in the world on this subject to sit down in front of him and explain it. To think now 
that he doesn't understand how the political system works is too absurd to me. This has to be delusion. Let's keep reading. The Daily Beast heard the same thing. In the past few weeks, two people close to Trump told the Daily Beast the ex-president had begun increasingly quizzing confidants about a potential August return to power. What's more, he claimed that a lot of highly respected people, who Trump did not name, have been saying it's possible. Lindell's pretty sure he knows where Trump got that idea. If Trump is saying August, the CEO told the Daily Beast, that's probably because he heard me say it publicly. Lindell's August date, by the way, is similarly based on guesswork and conspiratorial theories tied to non-existent election fraud in Arizona and a delusional hope that the Supreme Court will invalidate the election. Wherever he heard it, Trump appears obsessed with relitigating the election he lost. The Washington Post reported that the former president is increasingly consumed with the notion that ballot reviews pushed by his supporters around the country could prove that he won, according to people familiar with his comments. It doesn't matter if that is what the conclusion was, even if it turned out that Trump really did win, which it won't because he didn't, but even if that were the case, he wouldn't be president again. That chapter of his life is over. That's just what it is. The guy is obsessed with being in that position at any cost. I'm honestly surprised that we came out of this with as little violence as we did. I thought for sure Trump was going to call the military in and try to get them to do some crazy shit. The military, though, around the time of the election, explicitly said they would not get involved in the election. They explicitly said it. So kudos to the military, I guess, for standing up for democracy, or at least not standing up for authoritarianism. I don't know. This guy lives in a fucking delusion, and I cannot believe that we actually managed to get him out of office I hope we don't see the day when he gets back in. Next, we're going to talk about Trump's favorite group of extremists, Patriots.win, the old The Donald subreddit. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. I just wanted to take a quick look at Patriots.win since we were talking about it earlier. This is what the Donald subreddit is now. It used to be the Donald subreddit, and now it is Patriots.win, and it's fucking crazy. So obviously Donald Trump and his supporters hate Mike Pence, right? I guess they're using flies as evidence that he's evil again. You know, a fly on Hillary, a fly on Obama, a fly on Mike Pence's head. I mean, what are they going to do if a fly lands on them? Seriously, what are they going to do? Are they going to swat it away? Like, get away, fly. Oh, suddenly it's all over the media. Oh my God, flies are attracted to this person. Is it worse to swat at it or is it worse to just let it sit there and ignore it? It's a tough position. But I wanted to take a look at some of the comments because they get fucking batty. Seriously. Check this one out. Just a reminder that the fly on Pence was not real, but a deep fake. The domain flywillvote.com was registered about 10 minutes prior to the broadcast of the supposed fly landing. 
I have the screenshots to prove it. This commenter has nine upvotes. This was the moment I knew Pence was DS. I don't know what DS means. I've been trying to figure that out. Do you guys know what DS means in this context? Uh, I'll, I'll watch the chat in case somebody has any idea what DS is. Oh no, wait, does it mean deep state? It means deep state. That's what it means, I think. Deep state. Okay, that's what it means. Yeah. So with that context, this is the moment I knew Pence was deep state. His wife asked if she saw it and she said yes. Everyone in the room had to be in on it, blah, blah, blah. His wife was asked if she saw it and she said yes. Everyone in that room had to be in on it. Remember Kamala's reaction when she was asked? She cackled and couldn't answer verbally, just a head nod. These people apparently believe that the the fly that landed on Pence's head was fake. It wasn't real. And everybody in the room was lying to make you think that it was. What the fuck? Why fake it? Some sort of signal? To whom? If everyone was in on it, then why would they need a signal? I'm not trying to give you a hard time. By the way, I'm on your side. Just stress testing your assertion. Smiley face. And then three pluses. If I had to guess, and I have no idea realistically, it's possible they need a distraction from something else that evening. It completely took over social media. Or maybe they were testing their live deepfake tech to see how well it could be pulled off on something so simple. The fly was not seen to take off or land after all. This is fucking weird. Where are these people's heads? They are out in fucking la-la land right now. These people live in the deepest fucking conspiracy theory. I'm not really public about this, but I have a brother that, that has schizo, it's schizoaffective disorder, which is schizophrenia and bipolar disorder together. And I have heard things like this from him. He used to be a pretty liberal guy. He's actually in favor of like gay marriage and stuff like that, or, or he is as far as I know. I don't know if his views have changed or not, but he's always been, you know, pro-LGBT and, and all of that other stuff. But over the years, he's been getting more and more extreme. And he's convinced that the country is on the verge of a civil war and all kinds of stuff. I can't say too much because it'd probably upset him if I did. So I'm not, I'm just going to leave it at that. But I'll say I've heard very, very similar things from him. These things sound like the delusions of a schizophrenic person. Seriously. And there are, like, upvotes. This is, like, the hub where Donald Trump supporters come. They sound like schizophrenic delusions. If I had to guess, I have no idea realistically. It's possible they needed a, a distraction from something else that evening. It completely took over social media. Or maybe they were testing their deep fake tech to see how well it could be pulled off on something simple. I missed it happening live because I was so bored by their low energy and Kamala's fake I studied this answer on my note cards last night voice that I fell asleep. But I only saw one single post about the fly shared on one of those meme pages on Instagram. I remember thinking, oh fuck, not Pence too, and had to Google it to make sure it was true. But I never saw another person post about it after that, aside from here after January 6th. Fascinating. So they didn't actually see any Pence shit on here until after January 6th because they were so upset that Pence didn't, you know, break the law for Donald Trump. 
I don't know. If they're both deep state, not arguing that, they wouldn't have needed any distractions as their debate wouldn't have been an actual debate. They'd have been fed the pre-approved questions early with time to prepare answers with a team of advisors. My point is, I don't think they added the fly-in as a distraction because if both deep state, no distractions would be necessary and we saw exactly what we were supposed to see, nothing more, nothing less. Wow. These people genuinely, I mean, really, live in a delusion similar to that of a schizophrenic person. I mean, seriously, I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not mocking mental health or any of that shit. These types of things come out of the mouths of schizophrenic people, like my brother. Next, we're going to talk about Pastor Tony Spell claiming he won a major legal battle. Give us 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Telltale Channel. Don't forget to check me out on all social media, Patreon, Twitter, Teespring, and Etsy. All links can be found in the description or on my website, telltaleatheist.com. The next article I wanted to talk about is titled Pastor Tony Spell, We Won a Major Legal Battle, 100%. The court says otherwise. This is written by Hemant Mehta on the Friendly Atheist website. Now, let me give you a little bit of lead up to this. If you guys don't remember, Tony Spell is that evangelical Pentecostal extremist Christian who, when, you know, the, the whole pandemic started taking place, refused to hold church services online or through the phone system like we did when I was a Jehovah's Witness and my dad couldn't make it to the meetings. Uh, He refused to hold them that way. He said he's going to have his people in person and they're going to die in that church if that's what it comes down to because people don't donate through Zoom. They don't donate through the internet. You can't pass the collection plate around, stuff like that. So that's who Tony Spell is. And and right here is a picture of the guy. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about him on my main channel. In fact, I talked about this clip that I have up right here. So I wanted to review the clip and just give you guys a reminder. And then we'll talk about the newest clip that he just released. So this clip, to give you some lead up, is about Tony Spell talking shit about the fact that, you know, he lost this legal case, apparently. Let's listen. Any government is not built on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. Uh, That government is headed for a fall. Uh, It is impossible to govern a nation without God in the Bible. Uh, Why do they talk like that? That's so fucking weird, right? Apparently, his grandfather, I believe, or his father, one of the two, started this church in 1959, I went through all the details of the church's origin in my video on my main channel. So if you're curious about the facts, then you can give that video a watch. This is just coming off the top of my head real quick. Anyways, I think it was 1959 when the church was created. And he says that his grandfather, he and his grandfather basically preached the exact same way. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, basically. They, I, I guess they both do this weird, uh, thing. You know, this thing here. Not built on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. Not built on the shoulders of Jesus Christ. I don't know why they do the, uh, thing. What is that all about? I do not fucking get it, man. It is impossible for our constitution to work. 
God, he's fitting a lot of us in there, isn't he? In a nation that is not holy and righteously consecrated unto God. Our constitution was created for a moral and a religious people. It is wholly inadequate in the government of any other. Why does he do that? I wish I could get inside this guy's head and understand why he does that. Like kicking his feet and, and going, oh, like, holy Jesus. It's just so fucking odd. Anyways, the point is, near the end of this video, he actually calls out specific Republican judges for ruling against him. Let's listen. To sit on the seat in the United States of America and rule against Christians in America and tell us that we don't have a free exercise of religion. Not only are you against God, but God is against you because when you come against God's people, you come against God himself. So basically, God, this is a thumbnail shot right here, right? This is a thumbnail shot and a half right here. I gotta, I gotta take this screen cap. I'm taking this screen cap and I'm gonna use this in a thumbnail. That's just an awesome fucking shot. Anyways, as I was saying, he's specifically calling out Republican judges by name. He named three of them as the reason why you know, the reason why America isn't doing well, they supposedly ruled against him in court. And I just want to serve notice to you three Republican judges, Mitch Terrio, Elizabeth Wolf, and Chris Hester. So he calls them out specifically and says that they're fighting against God himself and God hates him and he's going to smite him and blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, shortly after this video released, he came out with a new clip. This is brand new, just came out. Let's read this article and then we'll watch the clip. This article is by Hemant Mehta on the Friendly Atheist website. Title is, Pastor Tony Spell, we won a major legal battle, 100%. The court says otherwise. Let's read the article. Pastor Tony Spell, the head of Louisiana's Life Tabernacle Church, who spent the pandemic holding in-person church gatherings and putting countless people in harm's way, recently lost a major court case. Again, Earlier this year, a judge denied his motion to dismiss the six criminal counts he faced for violating local COVID restrictions. And last month, a three-judge panel upheld that ruling. And I guess those that's the three-judge panel to whom he was referring in the video we just watched a second ago. That's why it came as a shock when I saw Spell posted this video late last night. My first reaction was, what the hell is he talking about? He lost two weeks ago. Which case did he win so decisively? He has to be lying because he's a professional liar. And when I looked it up, guess what? Turns out he's lying. The case, which is separate from the one mentioned above, involves Spell's lawsuit against Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards. Back in May of 2020, Spell sued the state for issuing an order that limited the size of gatherings, including church services. Spell claimed that violated his First Amendment rights. But U.S. District Judge Brian Jackson tossed those claims aside, essentially saying the churches weren't being treated unfairly. If anything, they were given more leeway than public institutions. Spell lawyers including alleged child Roy Moore wait is that the Roy Moore filed an emergency appeal with US Supreme Court but the court said no without further comment since that time however the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of other churches in other states that had similar concerns so what happened last night a three-judge panel on the Fifth Circuit basically said in light of those Supreme Court rulings the district judge needed to reconsider the case that's all 
In fact, they went out of their way to insist this was no victory for Spell. Quote, We express no opinion on the merits of this case or the immunity defenses raised by the defendants, which the district court should review in the first instance. It's possible that Judge Jackson could still rule against Spell by saying his case is substantively different from the ones the Supreme Court decided. But whatever happens, it's not a victory. Not yet. It sure as hell isn't a ruling in Spell's favor 100%. Spell is lying because that's what he does for a living. So what Spell is saying here is unequivocally incorrect. He's claiming victory when victory is not justified. He has not won. They're just reevaluating and waiting. They, they haven't said you lose yet, basically. So June the 11th is when this video was filmed. Minutes after 6 p.m., just received a word from our attorneys that our United States Fifth Circuit Appeals Court, the second highest court in the land, has just ruled in our favor 100% across the board. This is a tremendous win. I want to thank Judge Roy Moore. I want to thank Attorney Jeff Wittenbrink. I want to thank Life Tabernacle Church the hundreds and even thousands of supporters across America and the world who have prayed for this. I want to thank my wife and children. Today is one of the greatest days in religious history. He didn't win. They're putting it off and waiting until they make a decision. This is not a 100% success, as he said. What is he even talking about? You know what would be awesome? If they came back and decided that he loses, then he has to come back and eat crow. That would be fucking glorious. We win. Not only did we win, we won and we received things that we didn't even ask for today. Please tell, what did you receive that you didn't even ask for? So, this is an unpublished case, but I want every American, apostolic, Pentecostal, Baptist, Catholic, whoever you are, I want you to publish this today because we just struck a blow for freedom. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we are able to ask or think. So let's shout the victory on this Friday evening. Yeah, I actually cut this clip short because he continued repeating himself. He said the same thing like six different fucking times. You know, I can't blame him for that. I do the same thing. I repeat myself constantly. But still, this guy is completely full of shit. He did not win. It wasn't a 100% victory. None of that shit. But it rallies the troops. It builds enthusiasm. It makes people happy. It warms their heart. When Christian ISIS hears we won, they jump for joy. I'm not really sure why he's claiming to have won, though, before he actually won. It seems like people's enthusiasm would fall after you win, right? Why would he come out and say that? You want to, I mean, I would assume that Spell would want to keep people on the edge of their seats and tell them, you know, this is a tough fight. We're still fighting it, blah, blah, blah. But no, come out and say you won. That's fucking weird. This guy is a monster. I hope he loses this court battle. Not because he's a monster, but because he should lose this court battle. It's the morally right thing for him to lose in this court battle. Scapo. They do that voice to be distinct. It's kind of a natural selection type of thing. The most memorable speakers succeed, kind of like in social media. Interesting. Yeah, that would make sense. That would make sense. Like um, 
the governing body member, Stephen Lett from Jehovah's Witnesses, he has a really weird cadence, kind of. He's like, young ones, have you looked at our young people ask book? And, and like his lips like move like in, you know, kind of enunciate. Have you looked at our young people ask book? Jehovah loves you very much. I don't know. It's really fucking weird the way he talks. Check this out. What a blessing and a protection it was to enter the regular pioneer work at age 17 and to be able to go to Bethel at 18. Why? Why? Why, why does he do that? I want to know why he does that. I want to get in this guy's head. Tell me why. Why does he talk that way? Supposedly, my mom says he talks that way because both of his parents were deaf and he enunciates his words in such a way that it's easy to read his lips, allegedly. I don't know if that's even true. Could be completely made up. Blackwater Pete, the hyot is a feature of Pentecostal Baptist charismatic services. I was raised in this environment, and after a career of federal service, found myself adamantly liberal. These are my people. Yeah, I've heard it too before, actually. I went to, like, this uh, funeral when I was younger, which is very against the rules for Jehovah's Witnesses. Not supposed to go to f worldly funerals, but I did. And uh, the preacher there was doing that thing, that... That weird hut thing that they do. I, I don't fucking get it, man. It's just very weird. Thank you guys for coming and giving this a listen, and I will talk to you next week. If you like what I do and you want to make sure I can continue to do it, you can support me in a few ways. First, you can support me on Patreon. That's probably the best way. But if you want to get something back for your support, you can check out my Teespring. I sell all kinds of shirts and stickers and stuff on there. Second, you can support me by checking out my Etsy store. I sell 3D printed stands for every system from the original Nintendo to the Xbox One. And finally, if you want to support me in other ways, you can check me out on my other channels. I have the podcast channel, which is where I talk about whatever's on my mind. Politics, social issues, whatever. You can also find it everywhere podcasts can be found. Or you can check out the videos on my main channel where I focus on destructive cults. As it is with most channels these days, I rely on the support of viewers like you to keep my channel alive, so sharing my work is extremely helpful. Anyways, check me out in all those places if you haven't already. Thanks for listening, guys.